0: Carlos was the one who felt my phone vibrating. It was under one of the napkins we'd used for our picnic lunch. I found it and, glancing quickly at the unknown on the caller ID, picked it up. While used to calls from unknown places, I was not used to calls from this guy. Sydney, how are you? I didn't actually recognize his voice right away. I rolled away from Carlos, sitting up. I'm sorry, but I don't know who this is. It was when he laughed that I recognized him. Bobby? He laughed again. I'm glad you remember me. My heart would be broken if I could be so easily forgotten. I stood up. Carlos looked up at me, a question in his eyes. I shook my head and stepped away from our blanket. My dog, Blue, a huge wolf-like creature with one blue eye and one brown, followed me, keeping at a heel. Forget you, Bobby Maxim? In order to do that, I'd need a lobotomy. With your penchant for revenge, I half expect to see you bursting through my closet doors someday, guns blazing. I laughed. Who says I'm not in there right now? I know exactly where you are. I've been keeping very good track of you. I looked around the park. Gentle green hills, spotted with couples and groups of friends lounging on blankets, dominated the landscape. On a field below me, a soccer match was beginning to form. A woman ran by in a skin tight suit. Nothing on her jiggled. Are you here now? No, no, I'm calling to ask a favor. That's rich. Someone tapped me on the shoulder. I spun around and stepped back. Blue let out a growl. Carlos stood behind me, his hands out, palms forward, in a sign of peace. I just wanted to let you know I'm going to join some mates for a game of football. Sorry, that's great. I'll see you in a bit, I said, covering the mouthpiece. Carlos smiled and jogged off down the hill. Does he know about you? Bobby asked. I didn't answer as I watched Carlos join a group of other men on the field below. Sidney, are you there? I'm not doing you any favors. I don't know if you're totally clear on the fact that you took something from me. Sidney. I don't understand this animosity. I was just doing you a favor. A favor? I heard myself yelling. Looking around i saw that i had attracted the attention of several of the groups of londoners trying to enjoy their first day of sun you bastard i hissed quietly i hope you rot in hell i'm sorry i didn't do it sooner darling call me darling again and i will make it my life's mission to take your ballsack are we clear anything you'd do with my ballsack would be very welcome I forgot what a sick fuck you are. A sick fuck who did you a favor and is now looking for one in return. You're insane! I heard myself yelling again. I took a deep breath. In through my nose, out through my mouth. Blue tapped his muzzle against my hip to let me know he was still there. Sidney, I didn't know what you two had planned. I would have killed Kurt long before you showed up. Remember, I'm not the one who left my fingerprints behind, whose blood was spilled all over the floor. You took yourself down. It had nothing to do with me. He said it in an offhand way, like I was being petty and missing the big picture. You killed him, I whispered, trying to control my anger, but I could feel myself shaking. That was my right. Kurt Jessup murdered my brother, and I should have been the one to end him. At the time, I had no idea about that. Mulberry didn't tell me what you were planning, just that we had a problem. I had no intention of stifling your little revenge act. If anyone should be pissed, it's me. At least you got the treasure. I stood on the green, feeling lightheaded, It was like Bobby Maxim was taking the world and flipping it upside down. What are you talking about? Mulberry told you that? Oh, Cher. You didn't know?